Do scents evoke memories and transport you back to being on the beach during your favorite vacation? I know they do for me. Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil smells like summer or the beach in Aruba, bottled with all natural uplifting notes of mango, mandarin, grapefruit, lime, and cypress. But it's not just about the elevated scent. This body oil is clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and deeply moisturize, leaving skin silky and soft. It delivers that coveted post-vacation glow, like you just returned from a tropical getaway. And right now, you can get 10% off your first order with our code YOGA at OseaMalibu.com. I love Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil. I use it every single day and I have for so many years. It makes me feel silky smooth and just glowing. This body oil is rich but never greasy and clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It visibly firms your skin, leaving you more sculpted and toned. No wonder I feel so great after using it. But it gets even better. With Osea, you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Osea's products are clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. They are a women-founded company that has been making seaweed-infused skincare for over 28 years. So bring on summer. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean vegan skin and body care at Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code YOGA at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use the code YOGA for 10% off. Welcome, 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 my loves. It's time for a brand new episode of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. I am uh, having one of those days where I'm feeling a little bit ungrounded. I'm just not feeling completely settled and feeling like I'm a little bit all over the place. Maybe you are too. We are having some, or we're in the midst of some really intense transits happening astrologically. Mercury has been squaring Pluto for a little while, which just is a really hard transit to, to to live with. We have new moon in Scorpio just happened yesterday. If you're listening to this on a Friday, we have a big T-square with Saturn happening in the sky. There's just a lot of stuff this week that I think is contributing to this general feeling of frustration right now, this general feeling of resentment. There's a little bit of anger kind of surfacing for a lot of people in different ways. If you have seen some conflict this week, in whatever way that's come your way, if it's online or with people that you love or with strangers, if you've had any conflict, blame it on astrology. Okay. Blame it, blame it on the planets. It's just, it's a wild time to be alive. I mean, I, I, I really, like going into the macro level of just everything that's happening on this earth right now. It's just a lot to, to human our way through all of this, all of this insanity. <laughs> that's what I feel really a lot of this is. It's just a lot of wild insanity. So um, I don't know about you, but I need to ground. So let's take a moment to really drop into the body, Okay. Now, if you're sitting down listening to this, if you're on a seat or on the couch or anywhere like that, scooch to the edge of your seat so that you can really ground the soles of both feet to the earth. If you tend to always cross your legs when you're sitting down, I do that a lot. It could be worthwhile to just notice which leg you tend to keep crossed over the other so that you can switch it up, okay? Find a little bit more balance in your day-to-day. 
And from now, uncross those legs, bring the feet to the earth and wiggle your toes a little bit. And then lift your heels, pick them up, drop them down, do that a couple times. You can even stomp your feet a little bit to the earth. Just lift your feet and place them back down. Do that a couple times. And then eventually you're going to ground the soles of the feet to this planet, to the surface of this earth. Spread your toes. So pick up your toes and spread them really wide and then bring them back down. So really making some effort here to connect with the part of your body that is truly your connection to this earth. We ground through the feet. You spend all day standing on and walking upon this earth. So let's make that connection just a little bit more intentionally. And then if you can, even though you're sitting down, imagine that you're pressing the soles of the feet firmer to the ground. Almost as if you could stand up without using your hands or any part of your, the rest of your body. Just if you could press the soles of the feet down to the earth strongly enough, your entire body would just rise out of the chair like magic. Just envision that and keep pressing the soles of the feet down. And notice what that shifts in the rest of the body. When we ground the feet to the earth, you might feel your sit bones lifting a little bit. It activates the thighs. You grow a little bit taller when you really root to the floor. And then soften the body enough that you find some comfort here. And that means we want to keep the length and the spaciousness of the spine, but we don't have to exaggerate it either. Right? It shouldn't feel unnatural to you. So we're not slouching, but we're not pretending either. Okay, It's that beautiful length of the spine in your in-between, that natural alignment of your body. And take a moment right now to really connect with the space between the soles of the feet and the crown of your head. Take a moment to really anchor into this physical vessel of yours to anchor in and connect with your body. And it could be helpful to do a little body scan, something I like to do when I feel scattered, when I feel disconnected, just sitting down just like this, grounding my souls to the earth. And then I'll bring my awareness from the center point of the crown of my head and I imagine my awareness flows down my body like a wave, connecting to every single body part. So doing that right now, this can happen really quickly. You can just flow with your awareness through the body, or you can really take your time. You decide. Just connecting from the crown, your head, your face, down the neck. Connecting to your shoulders the torso, the upper back, the chest. Bring awareness out into the arms and the fingertips while your awareness flows down the entire torso, down into the hips and your seats, your pelvis. Awareness flows down through the legs, the thighs, down to the knees, to the calves, reaching the soles of the feet and really meeting that point of connection with the earth. And let's linger here a little bit, sensing the surface of the floor, whatever your feet are really resting on, if it's carpet or tile or wood or something else. 
And really notice this feeling from the floor beneath you connecting to the soles of your feet. And without moving your feet physically, so without picking them up or dragging them side to side, just staying the way you are, noticing the quality of this connection. So this is a grounding moment. And oftentimes we, we have this idea that connecting to Mother Earth has to happen outside. We have to be in nature, like placing our feet in grass or on a forest floor or on a rock or on something like that. So it's really important to return to these practices that remind us that we are inhabitants of this earth every moment of every day. And even if you're covering up those natural materials of the earth or the natural spaces of nature with concrete, with a tile floor, all of these materials beneath the soles of the feet that maybe we deem unnatural, right? Or less natural, whatever your feet are touching now, this is still nature. You are nature. And the surface that your feet are connecting to right now is nature. And that means that we can actually walk upon every surface that covers this earth and feel reverence for nature. So whether you are living life in a city or you're out in the countryside, if you spend lots of time and natural spaces, or you're walking down concrete roads all day, you are still nature. This is still nature. It might feel harder to connect with, right? It might feel a little bit further away, but it's still there. She is still there. And as you press your feet down to the ground right now, can you also appreciate the beautiful duality of it's not just you standing on or sitting on the earth, but it's actually the earth holding you up. In this moment, the earth is holding you. In this moment, the earth is supporting you. Everything you have, everything you appreciate in this life has come your way, thanks to mother nature and you are an intrinsic part of her and sensing now something a little bit deeper than just the feeling of the surface that your feet are resting on and going deeper into the energetic connection between you and this planet do you feel connected to mother earth do you feel at home? Do you feel held? Are you tending to this earth and letting her tend to you? Or are you living a life that makes it feel like nature is just very far away? And oftentimes, if we feel that nature is far away, we often feel like our nature is far away. It's hard to know who we are if we've forgotten where we came from. And if right now, this week in particular, this year in particular, you are 
moving through some big changes that are making it feel harder to remember your soul, making you feel more disconnected to your true self, or feeling like it's hard for you to authentically express your individuality, your personality, your purpose. If you feel disconnected from yourself, chances are that is happening because at some point you disconnected from earth. And returning to earth is returning to ourselves. So in this moment, appreciate your ability to make this connection. Appreciate your ability to come back home, to remember, and to keep remembering. If you have space for the breath to grow a little bit deeper into the body, go ahead and let the breath grow fuller. Long inhales, long exhales. And if you breathe deeply enough, Maybe you can even let that breath grow beyond the limits of your respiratory system. Let the breath grow beyond the lungs. Let your breath grow beyond the lungs. Let your entire body become a conduit for this breath. Breathing in through the nose and pulling that breath down into the soles of the feet connecting your breath to the core of the earth. Breathing in and breathing out. Grounding with the expansion and contraction of this world. Inhale and exhale. Letting the earth support you. Let's take a few more breaths just like this, just the way we are. Remaining connected through the soles of the feet toward the floor. And just breathing this breath, just like this. Inhales and exhales. Appreciating and noticing anything that's stirring inside of you. Anything that's moving right now. Because that's what Mother Nature does. She moves us. Being reminded of the disconnect we experience. We all experience that disconnect from time to time. Being reminded of that disconnect immediately stirs inside of us this massive longing to come back. So just notice right now what is moving, what you are feeling, what is being stirred in you. And we're going to take another long, full breath in. And this time, open the mouth. 
and let it out. You can stay with your eyes closed and your feet completely rooted to this earth for the entire podcast if you like. Otherwise, you can blink your eyes open, wiggle your toes, reorient yourself in the space you're in, look around, maybe stretch a little bit. Hmm. Hi. Sometimes in life, skepticism can serve you well. It can save you money, keep you from wasting a day at a timeshare presentation, and help you avoid spreading gossip. To be honest, when I am faced with a new scenario, I usually tend to be a skeptic until something proves me wrong. And if you're like me, you can probably spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job. That's where Ritual comes in. They know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. Their clinically backed Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin has high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Take two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption and you'll get nine key nutrients. Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. On top of that, Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp and made traceable. I take my vitamins every morning with breakfast. It's part of my daily ritual and I feel so good doing it. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash yoga girl. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl for 25% off. I really needed that. I really needed that moment to, to connect, to come home. I'm in this space where I could cry really easily. I could laugh really easily. I'm feeling a lot of sadness and a lot of joy and gratitude at the same time. It has been, uh, it has been a a challenging transition for me to come back to Aruba and I'm starting to realize more and more. And I feel kind of terrible about this. No, I feel really terrible about this, but I don't feel at home on this island anymore. And having that realization that that actually this feeling I have of feeling really restricted, of feeling really outside of myself, of not feeling flow, I return to that overwhelming feeling when I come back to the island. And I don't want it to be that way. I really wish that wasn't the case. But I felt it as soon as we came from Sweden. And I was thinking, okay, well, it's because we're in an Airbnb here. And we don't have a home that's like we're staying in. And we can't go back to our old home because it's rented. And it's just like finding our flow again. But in Sweden, we were jumping from Airbnbs and didn't have routine. And And I felt differently, you know, not everything was great and butterflies and awesome, but I feel a different connection to myself. 
And then coming here, things immediately got really challenging. And then I go to Costa Rica, you know, and if you really look at it, I even, I got a, a comment on a post or a DM or something from someone who was really upset that I went on vacation. <laughs> Don't you just love social media? Really upset that I went on vacation and, you know, I was already in a paradise place, right? So why would I waste money and resources to go somewhere else? And can I just appreciate what I have, you know? And I was thinking about that, like that comment actually just got my attention a little bit. Yeah, why is that, right? And of course, you know, anyone knows taking a vacation means leaving your regular life, right? So wherever you live, you're going to want to go somewhere else, even if where you live is the most beautiful place in the world. Like Aruba is a great example of that. If you live in the city, chances are you're going to want to go to a beach on vacation. If you live on a beach, chances are you're going to want to go to a city, you know, and like do something different. Like that's just what it is. Not that I'm feeling a need to justify my vacation or anything like that. I feel really, really good about it. But what I was, what it made me contemplate was why don't I feel that level of flow when I'm here, right? Even though this scenario we're living right now of Airbnb and renting a house and not having any of our things, you know, it's like that adds a huge level of like living out of a suitcase is, is always going to be really hard, especially when you're forced to do it and you've been doing it since March. Like, yeah, it sucks. Like we really, 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 really need a home. But going to Costa Rica, you know, I immediately, there's something inside of me that relaxes immediately. Like there's something that just feels like, like I take a breath and I feel like myself. You can even tell, and this is funny to me, you can even tell because in like subtle little ways, I change the way I look a little bit when I leave Aruba. It's so weird. Like when I'm in Aruba all day, basically I'm in my PJs. (laughs) And this also was the case like pre-pandemic. Like I'm wearing yoga pants and like a raggedy shirt every day, all day, you know, or actual like pajama pants every day and like a tank top all day. I don't put on makeup. I don't brush my hair. Like I, I just, yeah, I just, I just don't, I don't really want to go anywhere. I don't really want to leave the house. I don't like this, just what it is. And then for some reason, the moment I get to Costa Rica, all of a sudden, like I'm bringing my jewelry that I really like. And I start dressing a little bit differently. Like I open my closet for the trip and I'm like, oh, I have such, I have such cute things to wear. Like, that's so awesome. But I don't wear any of those things in Aruba, right? Like it's weird. It's really weird. And I've been thinking a lot about that of in terms of where we feel a connection to our nature, right? Like just like this meditation that we opened this episode with, feeling a connection to our authentic selves, And that there actually are places in this world where we feel more aligned, right? I used to be under this, I used to really live with this idea of if you are feeling okay, if you're whole, if you're whatever on the spiritual path, you should be able to go anywhere and deal with anything and live anywhere and feel fine and still be healing. But of course, of course, that is not the case, right? Of course, if you had a lot of really heavy, overwhelming experiences in one geographic location, chances are you're going to be touching on that energy when you go back, right? 
Like for me, that meant leaving Sweden when I was a teenager. It was really hard. I think impossible for me to find real healing, staying in the environment that was really toxic, right? That's, that, that doesn't work. And there's something about Costa Rica for me that just represents this absolute, unique, like authentic freedom that I experience when I'm there. And I get to just tap into that energy immediately. And I just feel good, right? It's like a weird thing. Like I just walk down the street and I feel like myself. (laughs) And that is such a fucked up concept because aren't I, am I not always myself? Like who else am I? Like, like what else is like hiding inside of me? Like these weird versions of me that don't feel like they really are who I am, but it's really true. And the version of myself that I tap into or the role, I guess, that I carry when I go back to Aruba isn't a role that I feel good about. Like maybe it is that I have outgrown this version of myself and it's like I'm wearing a shirt that's too tight. It's just like uncomfortable. I don't feel like it fits me, but it's also just like, it's just energy. Like I I should be able to just change that. But there's something happening now and maybe it is from a year ago, like being canceled and having all of that, like maybe that changed for me, the whole energy of how I feel on the island. And now I just can't feel good anymore. I don't know if, I hope that's not the case, but maybe it plays a a part, but I'm getting this like sneaky suspicion that it's, it's old, Like there is an energy here that I have just outgrown somehow that the energy I feel when I go to Costa Rica is just really expansive and open. Like I really feel like I can be whoever I want to be when I get there. I don't feel judged by anyone. I just feel really free. I feel really like myself. And then I go to Aruba and all of a sudden I feel judged. I feel looked at. I feel, I don't know. I feel different, right? And not good different. I feel different even though, and I'm, I'll bet you, no one's looking at me weird. No one's judging me. No one gives a shit. People have lives. They care about themselves. They don't care about other people. Like there's no one doing anything to me in this moment that, that gives me this like right, you know, to actually say that like with conviction, like, yeah, it's different here. Like it's not about other people. It's about me. And I, I think the, the version of me that came to Aruba which is, we're talking 12 years ago, 12 years ago, the version of me that came to Aruba solidified a lot of different kinds of versions of who I am in a way that just doesn't work for me anymore. I'm just in the space right now of really realizing that the dreams I set out to create didn't happen the way I thought they would. And it's not like that's a bad thing or, you know, everything is terrible or anything like that. It's just probably contributing to this feeling that I have when I get here of I'm supposed to be somebody else. Yeah. (laughs) If, If I had a little light bulb, you know, those cartoon light bulbs that go off above your head, like ding, ding, ding. I have this, I'm supposed to be somebody else. Yeah. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. 
But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And obviously, if you have a lot of expectations even if those expectations are from yourself of who you are supposed to be, the role you're supposed to be in, the shoes you're supposed to fill. And then you get there and you realize that actually you are none of those things anymore, right? That actually those things didn't work out the way you thought they would. And actually you don't even really want to be that person. And maybe what it means is I just don't know how I fit into this island, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) isn't that weird though isn't that like because I literally we land here from Costa Rica and I I felt like a like a blanket covering me like I felt like a heavy weight over me like oh like all like a deflated balloon like I was so excited so happy feeling so and of course I was on vacation I was kid free like I was like living this slightly different life but I was missing Dennis and Leia so much. I mean, unbelievable amounts. Just wanted to get back. So excited. And then it's really an energetic shift. Like I just feel like deflated all of a sudden. And I don't want to leave this island feeling that way. I don't want to close this super important, giant chapter of my life feeling that way. Feeling less like myself, right? Or feeling like, like I've left something unfinished in Aruba or um, like something isn't right, you know, or something isn't good. And I'm wondering now, you know, this thing I just shared while we were meditating together that when we feel disconnected from nature, we also feel disconnected from ourselves, right? Those two things are one and the same. And when I think about that, life in Aruba how connected am I to nature in Aruba compared to how connected I am to nature in Costa Rica or Sweden? Yeah, fuck man. It is, it is, it is, it is bad. Like it's not, it's not here. And I know I can make it here, right? It's my responsibility to like get out there and really be with the land and commune with the ancient sacred energy of this island which is so special I mean I'm here for a reason it brought me here for a reason and somehow it's like the layers of concrete and tile and you know the things that we build upon the earth that 
make us feel more separate from the earth. Somehow here, I feel it way more intensely than I do anywhere else. Here, because tourism is such a massive influence, and of course it supports the island and it's good in a lot of ways, it's also sad in a lot of ways. When I really think of like the the regular open nature spaces for locals to just be, like for the people of this island to just really claim as their own, like those spaces don't really exist anymore. And there's a difference there compared to when I came here for the first time 12 years ago to now. So much has changed. There are so many more hotels now than then. There are so many more commercialized beaches now than then. Like a lot has changed even in these 12 brief years that I've been here. And I worry about that sometimes. I mean, I talk to Dennis about that. Like I say, when when we come back here in another 12 years or when Leia is, you know, our age, do you think there's going to be a single like square foot of this island left just that's just nature, something that isn't exploited, something that hasn't been transformed to be taken advantage of versus just left and preserved, right? It is a really scary thought to, to think that way. And Aruba is not, it's not special in this way, like there's something bad happening here. This is everywhere. The difference is it's a small island, so it, it happens faster, right? There's not that much space. Every place this, that, that has that kind of tourist um, destination vibe has this. Sweden has this in its own way also, right? All across the world, nature is being exploited for the sake of capitalism and for everything to be commercialized. And it's really fucking heartbreaking. Part of why we are moving to Sweden is because I'm craving this connection with nature. And here, you know, in our house, in our old house, we had a big backyard with big rocks and overlooking the cactus and the sea. And I had my garden. So I had these nature areas where I could be like naked, where I could be in private, where I could really commune and, and feel connected. And losing that really has made me realize how, how, how far away nature can feel, even as you're sitting on the beach, right? Even as you're sitting on the beach, which is this... <laughs> this extraordinarily beautiful place right so i'm i'm feeling also like the it's not just the nature spaces being ready and available and you know it's like saying that i feel less connected to nature here and more connected to nature here it's also judging nature in a way you know since everything is nature we are nature nature is here it's like, if I feel more disconnected when I'm in Aruba, then okay, well, that's on me. Like, how can I reinvigorate that connection? How can I make sure that I'm in spaces and driving places and making the effort to go out there and really commune with her because she is everywhere. There's, but there's also this, the, the, the communal or the societal feeling of the earth being something that we take care of, Right. And what's special about Costa Rica is that there is this, I mean, it was in Costa Rica for the first time when I went there 15, 14 years ago that I learned anything about nature preservation, that I learned about sustainability practices, that I learned about permaculture. There is this different kind of mindset there of 
Like we have to take care of the earth, right? And in Aruba, I wish there was more, I wish there were more initiatives to just preserve what's left, right? I really wish instead of them lobbying for another hotel, because they are doing that. There's always another fucking hotel being built, that there was the opposite of that, that there was more of that communal feeling of like, hey, this is so precious. Like we need to take care of what's here and make a bigger effort to focus on what's actually important, you know, because what are we leaving behind? Truly, what are we leaving behind? And I don't know if I'm going to find this in Sweden either, right? Chances are it's not going to be that. (laughs) I don't know what we're going to find going there, but I do know that that vast open forest, you know, and the lake and the nature as in the abundance of places you can go and be alone, right? And maybe the things I'm expressing now, it's not just particular to the situation here and what I feel on this island being small, but maybe it's something that you resonate with too. Maybe it's going to be something I go to Sweden and I'm going to realize it's exactly the same. I'm just not aware because I'm elsewhere, right? And if there's anything I know that all of us really need, it is that reconnection. It is the remembering, right? That, that, that ability for us to feel like we are our most authentic selves, like we are really in our own nature. It happens through connection to Mother Earth. So if we are feeling stuck or stagnant the way we are living now or the place we are living now, and we feel called to move into a place that has other offerings, right? That is closer to nature, that maybe has a community that is more like-minded to you. Like all of those things, they mean something. And um, it's time, right? And it's time that we not just reinvigorate our own connection to earth, but that we really look at the actions that we take every day and the effects that that has on the land that we live on. And I want to leave this place, like leaving this island, I want to leave knowing I did something good, you know, that I didn't take advantage and, and bail, but that I'm leaving something really beautiful behind. So tending to the land, I mean, we are all in different ways craving this feeling of knowing that we are part of taking care of the earth. And it's harder to do that when those nature spaces are further away. It's harder to do that when we don't have a garden and we can create these things for ourselves wherever we are. I mean, Aruba taught me that. I created that in our home here. And I think what my soul is craving now is some return to ancestry, you know, forest, like a wider open space to take care of. Because that makes me feel closer to myself, right? Being closer to nature, I feel closer to my own nature too. And I think it is interesting when we really think of the geographical places in the world where we feel totally like ourselves. I mean, do you have a space like that? I think you have a place like that. Like you go there, you visit there, you return there, and you just feel good in your skin, right? There's something there. Like that feeling, like I have that in Costa Rica. I can't really explain it, right? I can't really explain it. It could be my relationships there. It could be... I, maybe I have ancestors from there. I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in astrocartography, which is the 
astrological chart has it plays out across the world map. Like there's all these connection points that we have to different parts of the world. Like I feel really certain that I have something over there. And clearly I have a massive connection to Aruba because I'm here, right? And I feel like I can be really flippant about this move and like, yeah, I'm moving somewhere else because I don't feel good here right now. Yeah, but like I spent 12 years out of my 33-year-old life on this island. Like That is amazing, right? And that absolute joy and excitement and love I felt for the island in the beginning, it's still there. You know, and maybe it's going to be like one of those things where I need a little bit of distance to really get back to that core connection of the love for this land. Because this land here, it's held me for over a decade and supported me for over a decade and really taken care of me for over a decade. You know, built my home here and got pregnant here on the beach, outside. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever told that story. of Leia's conception but yeah she was conceived in nature on the beach (laughs) you know none of this beautiful life that I have none of this would be here if it wasn't for this land and I can even sense in myself how like throughout this podcast trying to make sense of the disconnect I'm feeling now because there is a disconnect like I feel it really tangibly I'm trying to make sense of it. And somehow by doing that, I'm also minimizing the land, right? And that's bullshit. It's like (laughs) this land brought me my husband and my baby, right? That is a wild, wild thing to just really realize and hold. And it could be that for this cycle of my life, universe is taking me to another sliver of land, right? And it doesn't mean that anything is wrong about what I'm leaving behind here. And I think more than anything, what I feel inspired to do now, literally now speaking these words, I didn't feel clarity before this podcast. I felt just weird about Aruba. I feel weird. I feel strange here. I don't feel good. And now I feel like, okay, (laughs) if the reason I don't feel good is because I'm not honoring the earth here enough, right? Am I like making the effort to really honor this land? I kind of, you know, we don't have a house anymore. I don't have a garden anymore. I don't have anything to take care of anymore. So I'm not, I'm not out there in reverence with nature. I'm locked in this little Airbnb, like feeling separate from things. It is my responsibility to honor the land. And that's what I'm going to spend this last month here really doing. And I have a feeling that just spending that time in these parts of, of nature here, I'm going to feel more connected. And maybe, who knows, I'll feel more like myself too. Hmm. Okay, I feel like two weeks in a row now, we've had a little therapy session on this show where I start in one end and I end up somewhere with some clarity. And that's a beautiful fucking thing, huh? How we can talk ourselves into clarity. That is the most beautiful thing. But I want to give you that little urge or little nudge that if you're not feeling like yourself, if you're feeling like you're not living in a purposeful way or like you don't know who you are or you feel lost, you don't know who you want to be, 
chances are that there is a part of your soul really yearning for this link to nature now. So even if you live in a space where you don't feel in alignment, you feel out of flow, you feel like this is not your place, even if you're on the way to move somewhere else, like a lot of people are right now, so many people are moving and changing how they live. But even so, it's like, what is sacred about this place where you are now? So much of it is sacred. Can you remember those parts? Can you put yourself in those places where it's easier to remember? <laughs> like I used to complain to Dennis, like I had, there are no trees in Aruba for me to hug. There are no trees here. Like I can't, there's just cactus and there's no forest. There's like, you know, and he's, and he would always say like, dude, there's a palm tree right there. And I'm like, why am I? Why am I sitting here on my high horse, not considering that palm tree over there in the middle of the street, an actual tree? Like, what kind of a shitty person am I judging that palm tree? Like, you're not a pine forest. You know, I can't forest bathe here. This tree is not going to hug me back. Like, tree is a tree is a tree is a tree is a tree. <laughs> and he's saying that sarcastically. But of course, when I cross the street in the middle of a really busy road, and stand there embracing that palm tree in the middle of the tourist district, he gets really embarrassed. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. We tend to label certain parts of nature as more nature than others, right? As better than others. And yeah, we're going to have different experiences in the middle of a pine forest than we are going to have with a single planted palm tree in the middle of a busy street. But nature is still here. <laughs> And I really needed that reminder, right? And even when there are no trees, there are other ways to make that connection, right? Like there are rocks to hug, boulders to lie on, a beach to spread out on. I mean, there is so much. Like nature is here. She's here. She's here also where you are because you're it too. So um, maybe I should rename this podcast to like, yoga girls therapy sessions or something. I made a joke last week, or is it last week or the week before? You guys like send me your Venmo and your PayPal and I'll and I'll pay you for the session because it's it's so damn good right now. I don't know. I don't know. There's something about the energy between us. I just feel like you listening to this is just healing all my shit and making sense of all the hard things in my life. <laughs> Thank you. Have a have a beautiful beautiful weekend, okay? Take care of yourself. Go outside. Spend time outside. And uh, I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And of course, a big thank you to my sponsors. Please support them the way they support this podcast. If you enjoy the show, make sure you give it a five-star review. That really means the world and makes such a big difference. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studio. Make sure you follow all episodes of the Yoga Girl Podcast, Conversations from the Heart. Available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you normally get your shows. I'll see you next week. <laughs>